On this week's episode of Chiefs Take Sports, we preview the Eagles and Cowboys matchup this week and talk about the important topic of rest. We also take a look around the NFL and also take a look at Paul and I's top five moments of 2017. This is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan. Great to be here, as always, with you, Paul, talking about the Week 17 matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Although it does not mean anything as far as seeding goes for the Eagles, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this game. And we're going to dive into that today. In Always show. a lot to talk about with the birds, man. Yeah, and whether it win, right. <laughs> loss, or a game that doesn't mean anything. And the draft, next year's draft is not one thing you should be talking about, all right? Because I heard that come up on the radio today. Enjoy enjoy the moment. You have, talking about the draft already. <laughs> people were looking next year because they were saying we don't have a shot. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Enjoy the moment. You have number one seed Who's right now. Who's that on? Uh, I think it was WIP. I forget. It was like at like 12. So oh, it would be uh, Mark's and... No, not Marks, because he marks his two oh, now. Oh, Seltzer was in there. Uh, John Ritchie and... Seltzer, then. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's who was in there. But anyway, the Eagles have the number one seed, haven't played in a freaking playoff game since 2013. It was at my freshman year of college. The f- 2014. Right, but yeah. 2013. Oh, 13-14 season. Um, now I'm done college. Like, it's been that long. True. So, let's enjoy the ride. Like, we have a playoff home game, that's guaranteed. And we're looking forward to that, of course. But getting into this Dallas game this week, the important question of how much rest does some guys get, and obviously you're looking at the quarterback and Nick Foles, as Paul's brought up in the past, some guys are going to have to play just because that's how the roster is. It's not like preseason where you have a 90-man roster. So we're going to get into that, and right now I'm going to start off hitting Paul with the question, how how much should Nick Foles play in this football game on Sunday? Uh, originally, uh, last week when we were talking about it before the Raiders game, I was saying about like a half to like basically a half. That's what I was saying. Um, I still want him to play just about a half because I really do want to see Subfield under center for an NFL game. But I, I could understand playing him longer. And obviously, honestly, I'm okay with playing him shorter. Whatever Doug Peterson does, he's the coach. I can't do anything about it. And I mean, he's coached this team to a pretty impressive record so far this year. So, um, you know, just got to believe in what Doug P's doing. What about you? I like that. I like that answer, Paul. It's good to hear that from you. I remember what you said a couple, like, I guess a month or two now ago. You oh, said you really weren't going to give Peterson his true credit until he gets you a playoff win, right? Yeah, and, or, and technically he advanced us to the second round of the playoffs already. So Yeah, which you wouldn't have thought that we'd, we'd have a bye a couple months ago. So kudos to you, Doug, and I like that answer there from uh, Paul. But I right now I think they're going to play him similar to what the Cowboys did they they did last year against us. They're going to hope – I mean, they, this team needs to get in a flow on offense. If they have a really good drive early maybe in the first quarter, they want to feel good about themselves and they might take them out in the first quarter. But I I personally would say play them a half. If they don't look good in the first half, maybe even throw that throw them out there in the third quarter um, until they get a, a good drive where they get points and move the ball down the field. So we'll see how it goes. But ultimately you do not want to get Nick Foles hurt because you don't want to – as much as they love Nate Sudfeld, like this guy's never taken a freaking snap. So that would be that would be something else. And you don't want that to happen. Trustin Foles, he's been there, he's been in playoff games, experienced quarterback. You want you want to have him healthy. But you need to get some rhythm going on this offense, especially after after a bad offensive performance last week. So An awful, awful offensive performance. Yeah, no doubt. And Foles is a big part of it. He missed a lot missed a lot of throws. 
and they're gonna have to bounce back. And this week, this is a good week to do that. So I think I don't think Dallas will really be playing. I mean, they're not playing for anything except to hurt us. Except, yeah, you're right. They might be going after Foles. You know, they. Another question I'd have for you for this Sunday though is: Will Sidney Jones play, or will we not see him until the next season? Do I think I'll see Sidney Jones this Sunday? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> um, I hope I do, but honestly, my my gut feeling is that I I won't see him. No. And why? Why? Dan got a speaker for Christmas. He's like really excited. I don't know what he's doing with it, but um, yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna see Sidney Jones, even though he did put up that Instagram picture that I did put the eyes on. Yeah, yeah. I um I just I I hope we do. I honestly am fine if we do. Fine if we don't. Honestly, just because I I don't think he'd really mess up the rotations. I think he'd add to it if anything because yeah. he is a physical corner and what he was doing in college was was pretty amazing and he's been in the room all year. Right. So well yeah and if they did add him they would then have to release someone right which yeah. is another thing I I just don't don't think it's gonna happen this week so. I, w- I hope it does, but I don't I don't see it happening this week. Yeah, they or, or to, this year rather. Yeah, well, it's yeah, this this yeah. week or never. Yeah, it's uh, now or never. So I, yeah, they'd probably get rid of like Brayman or someone like that who basically helped us win yeah. the game the other week. So yeah, and then I don't yeah I don't think that's gonna happen. So um, and then as we as we talked about, the offense needs to play better. Like that's that's a fact, and it starts with Nikki Six. Nikki Six games. He's already got two for us. And we're asking for four more. And, yeah, because we want to beat Dallas this week. You know what I mean? Like, it's still the Cowboys. I know it's a week 17 meaningless matchup, but we want to win this week. And Nick Foles, I want I want to see him move the offense down the field. Like I said, if he moves the offense a couple times down, he might not even have to play more than a quarter. But he needs to get in a rhythm with this offense, with this team. His receivers, Alshon Jeffrey only having two targets last week, is is not a good sign for your number one receiver getting paid number one money. But I uh, definitely want to see him step up this Sunday against Dallas. And that's that's really what I'm going to be watching for is Nick Foles this Sunday. So you don't have any worries about the defense? That's all gone for you? Um, Yeah, no, I feel confident about the defense, especially looking at our possible playoff opponents. Like some of these quarterbacks coming in here at home in the link. I trust our, our defense has been really good at home this year. And I, tr- I trust us at the link. Like Case Keenum's going to come in here and torture our defense? Nope. Jared Goff's going to come in here and torture our defense? Nope. nope. Uh, Cam Newton's going to come in here and torture our defense? Nope. nope. <laughs> Matt Ryan going to come in here and torture our defense? Nope. Didn't do it last year. Then the two quarterbacks that, all right, I wouldn't say nope like that. They scare me a little bit. It is Drew Brees, who did beat us our last time we were in the playoffs. Um, but Nick Foles did lead the game with the lead. And our defense, I think, is better than that team that year. By far. Yeah, by a lot. And Russell Wilson, of course, is pretty much that Seattle Seattle offense. So uh, Russell Wilson is a guy that scares me. I hope they don't get in. Both Super Bowl champion winning quarterbacks. So yeah, uh, yeah we're not respecting anyone unless you already got a ring. Yeah, we're yeah. our defense is the number one defense at home games with points yeah. per per game given up. It's fifteen points per game. The next best is uh, the Baltimore Ravens with fifteen point five. So it's pretty close, but not 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 as best as not as good as we are. Right, and home field advantage is a thing. Like. Especially in the NFL. We saw last week, I think it was early in the yeah, game, uh, forced a false start on Oakland. We saw in New York, 
in their stadium, what we did to Eli Manning on late game drive, and a playoff crowd in January, doesn't matter how cold it is, the fans are going to be jacked up. And I guarantee you that. So it's huge to have that, which is why I think this team can still make a run with Nikki Six at the helm. And why I'm still I'm still believing in this in this team in this squad. I don't know, Dan. You kind of don't seem like that yeah, what do that you mean, excited. Dude? <laughs> I mean, right now I'm just focused on week 17, and when we still have another whole like it's gonna be weird that week in between. It'll be nice to watch other games, see who we're gonna play and stuff. But it's still it's still a good two weeks away, two and a half, three weeks actually, two and a half weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, I mean, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm actually looking very very much forward to wild, wild, wild card. card weekend. It's yeah. always wild. It really is. <laughs> it is. It is always wild. But also, like this year, you know, we we actually have something to like watch. Yeah. You know, like last year. We didn't make the playoffs. And even the last year we were in the playoffs, we, we were playing we, that Saturday yeah. night. We didn't even watch really the, the crazy Saturday game because yeah, we know. were going to the Eagles game that Saturday yeah. night. Dan, I know. So I we know. haven't enjoyed it. I mean, the, quite, since last time we were in the playoffs before that was 2009, the year we went to the NFC Championship. That was the last time we won a playoff game. The Eagles won a playoff game was that year. It's been that yeah, long. The Packers game sucked in 2011. Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. That was yeah. a tough loss. but I still think it was pass interference. What, the Riley Cooper? Yeah. Back to Cooper, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that one hurt. But come on, Dean, overturn it. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it, it's really exciting. Uh, we're actually gonna have a nice little, you know, episode out for you guys next week. Uh, I got something in the works. Dan don't know about. I kind of got something in the works. Uh, I feel like you probably. It's probably the same thing. Honestly, <laughs> we'll talk after. All right. But um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's gonna be fun to be able to watch some football and you know and have our team still in it. In, yeah. in January, which is something, like Dane said, we haven't really had and in quite some time. It's interesting because you are the number one seed, and generally teams are not going to want to come in to play the number one seed, but obviously with the Carson Wentz injury, you'd have to think a lot of teams, like I, I've seen other fans tweet of other teams, like they want to come to Philly. They'll do anything. They're, they're fine with coming to Philly. They're chalking it up as an easy W <laughs> with no Carson Wentz. That's how the outsiders are looking at it right now. Bring it. That's all I have to say. All I have to say is bring it. Like, literally, I, I don't care. Like, it, it doesn't matter who you bring in here. Like, if they really think they're going to walk into Philadelphia and have an easy game, even with Nick Foles at quarterback, they're not having an easy game. If it's Carson Wentz in there, we'd molly them all over the field. They're lucky Carson Wentz is hurt. Now we got Nick Foles. Everything's going to be interesting here on out. And, and, just, and it has been since, since Carson's gone down. Literally, like, just we're talking to my dad, who's been a huge Foles. He was a huge Foles guy back it's when it was Foles' his time, and it really, it really, <laughs> it really is. I'd have to say my dad's baby, Nick Foles. No, it, when just, when he got traded away, Mister McGuigan, man, let me tell you, he was heartbroken. <laughs> like he really, he's like, oh man, like Sam Bradford's okay, but that Nick, Nick, that Foles, Nick Knack Foles yeah. guy, he's doing it. But the story behind Foles, like they kind of talked about it last Monday night. Like how he got drafted here, he picked it up, had a great the twenty seven and two year, leads us to the playoffs, comes back the next year, and we're six, six and, and two, two when he gets hurt. Like our team was still winning, he wasn't having like a superb year like he was the year before, but he was winning football games, and then from there he lost the job and went away. And who would have thought we'd see Nick Foles this year? Like let alone in the, in the playoffs, yeah, in the play like in this critical critical moment of the season. Well, for him to come back as an eagle too. I mean that in itself was. We know crazy. one. We know one person who would have thought it. Who? Ryan. Yeah, Sonny. yeah, yeah. My boss Ryan. But you're right. I, I mean that. that that's kind of um you know it, it really is amazing. It's a it's 
special year, honestly. It, it kind of feels a special year. I I was the telling team, everyone. Yeah. I was telling everyone that um, I was telling everyone in 2016 that 2018 was going to be my year. Like, just like I was just saying it because, like, I, I was working two jobs this year. 2018, I'm about to blow. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I was saying, like, 2018 is going to be my year. So it kind of just got me thinking, like, you know, maybe it's just destiny. Like, maybe that's why I knew. But you, you never know. It's just got I me thinking. I hope so. I hope so. And this team is special. Like, like I talked about this earlier in the year, like you, you genuinely, genuinely like a lot of these guys. Like they're they're a real team, real dudes, and I don't. I like. I feel like I have a special connection with this team, similar to the 2008 Phillies. So yeah, we've been best. talking about that a lot with yeah. uh, you know the Charlie Manuel to Doug Peterson comparison. Yeah, the bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like the not not the brightest doesn't seem the brightest and isn't you know. With the, with the media, whatever. Players, coach, yeah. etc. But as, as we look into it, we, we briefly talked about a possible playoff opponents. Seeding is still really up in the air this week, uh, and we'll get into the games. I'm actually about to get in right now to my WizWick game of the week. Oh, shoot. Which is really the only, um, like, pretty much seeding set for in both conferences. Am I right? Besides, I mean, the AFC, the that's six seed. Well, the six There's seeds. a couple teams. And the six seed in the NFC, I know. But this game means a lot in the NFC. This is the Carolina-Atlanta game is the game I'll be looking to see. But um, I do I do think Atlanta wins that game at home. Uh, and they lock up the six seed, which I do want as an Eagles fan. I'd rather have the Falcons in there. Although they did go to the Super Bowl last year, I'd rather have them in, the, in there over Seattle. Okay. So I think Atlanta does beat Carolina this week. Although Carolina could also get bumped up. To the two seed, which is crazy. Or they could they could bump down, too, I believe, to the six seed. Or no, I'm sorry, they wouldn't. They're, they could bump down to the five. Or they're at the five. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the way... But they could bump all the way up to the two. The way that they would bump up to the two is if they would, uh, they would win, obviously. Yeah. But they need Chicago to beat Minnesota, okay. San Fran to, to beat, beat LA. LA, and Tampa Bay to beat New Orleans. Which is very interesting. And also... Actually, yeah, it doesn't matter who wins out of Seattle or Arizona. Yeah, it's very interesting, too. The Rams are benching, like, Gurley, Goff, a lot of their guys to just get them extra rest, so. Well, that's because they're scared. (laughs) They're they're not ready for the postseason. Yeah, well, I guess they also, they're assuming Minnesota's going to get an easy win because you think they would try to fight for seeding, but, yeah, they're getting that extra rest. Well, because they don't even have a home field advantage. So why, why even win? Because they, they know that doesn't mean anything for them. <laughs> That's true. So, I, I mean, that it's impressive that they can win games without having – like, you don't need the home field advantage. And, I, I mean, Philadelphia, we uh, we strive – like, it, it's a pride thing. It's it's really a pride thing for us. But my Wizwick game of the week is actually a very interesting matchup, and it is the actually the winless Cleveland Browns yeah, against the Pittsburgh that's one Steelers. To keep your eyes on. So I, I mean, it's um. Let's see if they can go for the the tie of the record. You think the Browns win? I I honestly don't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, anything can happen. So we'll see. I, I they're, they're playing at the one o'clock slot, so they don't know. Like, I I mean, I I wouldn't if I'm the Steelers. I'm not really playing Le'Veon Bell. I haven't really heard anything out of them, but like, I'm not yeah. playing Bell. But it's they'll, I mean the Steelers will still probably handle their business. And also Sunday there's a full slate of NFL games because you don't have your Thursday night games, you don't have your Sunday night, and you don't have your Monday night. So a lot of action. Right, let's get it going. Yeah. 
But uh, do you have an upset for us? Yeah, the upset actually I have getting his first look in the in the NFL as a starter. Pat Mahomes is starting for Kansas City this week, and I have them upsetting the Broncos. Again, it's nothing crazy. It's just the lines are all over because uh, Vegas really doesn't know who's playing and whatnot. And as of right now, the Chiefs are plus three and a half. So I have the Chiefs winning that game over the Denver Broncos, who need to figure out their quarterback situation in the offseason. Because Brock Osweiler is getting no respect, as we saw last week. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was something else. Um, <laughs> What's your uh, my <laughs> your upset as you as you locked it up last week with the, the Jimmy Garoppolo 49ers upset over the Jaguars, and we'll give a little applause. Thank you, applause. thank you. Uh, I'll be here all week. Um, but no, I am actually going to go with uh, the Jaguars this week since the, I think they do. Like if if I'm the Jaguars, I want to spoil you know the AFC. Mm. You know, get not let your divisional opponent yeah. get in there. So I, I mean, honestly, um, they could be. I, I don't even know if Fournette's playing, but I think the Jaguars are tough enough to be able to lock it down. And I think that if if Boye and Ramsey are out there, you know, they're not going to take it lightly. Like they're they're dogs. Did you see uh, Ocho Cinco's tweet? Yeah, what do you say? Like something about a bump and run or something? Yeah, he said like I'm not three hours from Jacksonville. He's like I'll get my timing down. Just let me get a bump and run with Boye or Boye Ram- Ramsey. He's like, I'll be good to go. What was he talking about? Like playing for playing him? for the Jaguars. But why does he have to get a bump and run with him? That's I don't why, know. That's what. <laughs> I don't that's why. I, I saw the tweet when I was working out this morning. On I the saw the NFL t- Network. I saw the tweet too, and I was like trying to make sense of it. I was like, why does he want to bump and run with his own, t- like potential teammates? Like, cause they're some of the best, I guess. And he's saying like, if I can beat them, I'll beat anybody in the league. Yeah. Okay. Blake Bortles is gonna definitely tell him they're dying. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I just thought that was funny. I'd bring that up. Yeah, H.A. Senko, I, I like his tweets a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was the, he was the guy on talking to the Eagles receivers all last year. He's like, give me 10 minutes with you, Nelly. I think DGB might have been thrown in there, but he really wanted to well, talk to them. Well, we know how DGB ended up, but. Actually, I don't. I have no idea what he's up to recently. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I meant, Dan. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be a great day for Red Zone, for the Red Zone watchers. Just because I think it's what it's like, um, you got seven early games, yep, nine yep. late. So, you know, Scott Hanson, he's always amped up. So that's that's going to be exciting for him. Yeah, definitely a week to probably play Fanduel too, because uh, your most of your fantasy seasons are probably over. Should some, should some be years. over. Should be over. It should be over. There's no no reason to have a championship. Well, my 20 team league actually had their championships this week. If I would have, advanced. well, that's that's the most ridiculous thing because uh, I I I don't disagree because there's so many guys that stars yeah. that are not going to play this week. Uh, but uh, there are still championships this yeah, Sunday. No, I understand it's ridiculous though, but yeah, it is a good week for DraftKings slash FanDuel, uh, whatever you choose. But I um, but always choose cheesesteak sports. But um, also jumping over. To the Sixers for a second. Not not much has changed since we last uh, talked about them on our last episode, but there has been a small Markel Fultz update. Keith, Keith Pompey saying he's going to get more action, um, working more with the team, whatever that means. I tweeted back at him saying, what does that mean? He hasn't gotten back to me. Don't think he will, but um, I don't. I really don't know what that means. I, that doesn't really do much for me. That that only means to me that it sounds like it's going to be a long a long process of him getting back and playing with the Philadelphia 76ers, which is very unfortunate. So, yeah, he's expected to do more team activities this week. That's all I said. No word on when he'll play. Um, I'm saying not until 
February, March, late February, March. Wow. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I hope you're wrong too. Unfolds. And I thought we'd throw that out there. And Ben Simmons' sister is still frying people up on Twitter. If you don't follow her on Twitter, it's an entertaining follow. So I'm pretty sure Jerry follows her, right? I just followed her recently, but Jerry probably does. Yeah, I remember seeing him tweet at her or something like a couple. Really? Yeah, a little bit back. It, it was, um, I forget yeah. what his tweet was. It was pretty funny. She she has to get used to the Philadelphia media, too. I mean, they NBC Sports Philly tweeted, does Ben Simmons need to be more aggressive offensively? Answer is not as simple as it may seem. They have a whole article. Olivia quoted it saying, I don't see anyone else in this team being scrutinized the way Benjamin is, and it's overboard considering nobody is averaging what he's averaging. If he sees someone that he believes has a better shot, he will pass 10 times out of 10 because he's a point guard, a rookie one at that. And some guy tweeted at her, Olivia, do yourself a favor and get off of Twitter. Nothing good can come from this. And you can see he looks like he's a little overweight in his uh, profile picture. She said, Connell, do yourself a favor and get in the gym. Only good can come of it. Like, she's just – and there's a – like, she roasts a lot. And she tweets after, like, I don't specifically go after anyone, but if you're gonna come at me, I'm gonna come back at you. Deal with it. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that makes sense. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, an uh, entertaining Twitter follow if you have Twitter. Ben Simmons' sister. Just thought I'd throw that out there because not many people probably know that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I was, I've been aware of her, but I, I didn't. Yeah. You know, I don't look at Twitter that much nowadays that I'm not working uh, at a, in a desk. So. You know, you kind of get away from when you're on your feet all day. But anyway, I uh, I wanted to take this time since it is going to be the last show of 2017. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I guess Dan didn't know. But, yeah. Um, oh, well, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, you, I guess technically our next one wouldn't come out until the new year. Because technically, say, we did one after the game. Yeah, we normally don't do one on Sundays. I know, but say we're with yeah. each other and we end up going somewhere. Yeah, we're in a car yeah, and we record. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, I mean, you never know. Yeah, we probably yeah, wouldn't drop it on New Year's. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, that, that show's going to be something All right, else. so go back to what you're saying. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, uh, what is – now this is for everyone, too. Is this a get to know us? It is uh, a get to know us, but this is going to be one where you do need to take a little bit of time. So, you know, you guys listening – you know, press pause. If you're driving, wait till you get somewhere so you can really think about this and write down your top five moments of 2017. So Dan and I are going to do that right now. Thanks. All right. So Dan and I just compiled our list, and uh, we didn't talk about it yet, but I'm I'm guessing that we're going to have a couple of the same. Um, so we're actually going to share them. Not like there's no specific order of these. It's just five things that came to our mind. And, um, you know, if Dan has something that I have, I'm going to say me too, vice versa. So, Dan, why don't you give us your five? All right. Like Paul said, in no specific order, um, one of my top five was our podcast that we did this year at Citizens Bank Park. Overall, that was just a fun day. There was a lot happening that day um, for Paul and for me. We ended up we, we ended up hanging out later that night too. You went to a concert yeah. and came back, hung out. That was a good day top moment in 2017 another would be winning our flag football championship we went back to back yup yeah that was one of mine um i did also like doing the podcast live like that was fun but the that back-to-back championship did make the cut yeah yeah another for me was our uh it's been a tradition the last couple years to go to myrtle beach when we're on spring break and that's always 
a great time, so that's definitely in my top five. That yeah, that's week. all. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very, very memorable week. Yeah. And so it was, it was a bunch of fun also in my top five. So that's two so far. Yeah. Um, another for me would be our – we had a really good weekend down the shore in Wildwood late in August this year. Just a good time, kind of spur of the moment thing for a couple nights and just nonstop fun just clean just just fun good fun <laughs> um yeah that that kind of is in mind i have uh weekends at the shore just because I, yeah. I did work i did work a lot this year so anytime i could get down to the shore that was you know just always always a good time Cl- good clean fun <laughs> yeah so that was my third uh my fourth would have to be for me personally i graduated college just a couple yeah baby ago. so Ooh, just the fact that i graduated and i'm done like that moment is in there for me, and then my last one would have to be meeting the GOAT himself, Carson Wentz, this year. That was the top moment of 2017. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I wish I got to meet the GOAT. Um, kind of upset about that. But like I said, Myrtle Beach, back-to-back, yeah. weekends at the shore. So that's three right then. And then uh, one of my other ones is just seeing the potential for Philadelphia sports pan out. Because that did start back in January when we saw Joel Embiid and the Sixers go on that tear. Yeah, that month. So that that was an amazing month. And then also the beginning of this year, you know, November was probably one of the best months just, you know, watching both teams kill it. So yeah. that that was that was awesome. Um, so then also I put down wedding season because yeah, I was uh, throw this because we went to a couple. We're in great. a couple weddings. We're in a wedding, and then we went to a couple as well. That were all good time, good memories. Yeah. So all three weddings that I went to this year. That's why I put out that you question. Shout out the couples too. No, nah, it's cool. They don't. Yeah. They don't need any shout outs. Right. It's fine. Right. Um, but uh, yeah. So that that was really fun. Um, if you guys want to send your list, like you know, let us know. Like we care about you, and uh, we always like to hear from our fans. So you know, it's at CS Sports Philly. Dan's at Demizen10. I'm at StakeCSS215, all on the Twitter.com. And, uh, you know, let us know what you think of the show. Always like to hear that. You know, if you want to re- review us on iTunes, you know, feel free. You know, like, you do you. It's your life, but uh, we do always appreciate it. Hope you guys had a good 2017. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you guys in 2018. Yeah, it's going to be big. Big time, 2018. Let's get ready for it. Get ready. Go birds, fly eagles fly. Let's get to Minnesota. Let's make memories.